Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Mamoon Yusuf. Mamoon is an author. I am 75% done with his book. I'm not finished yet. I promised I was going to do it, and I did it last time we spoke. I apologize for that. Just um, what just, every author wants to hear. I, I'm trying to read I'm your sorry. book. I can't get through it. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, it's so amazing. Oh, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's, it's one of the one of my um, one of the best books, um, especially how it's uh, narrated narrated uh, with your own voice. And you know, I I do enjoy the UK accents. Um, not sure if you want to call it an accent, but whatever it is, it just sounds amazing. And, you know, it, it really touched, um, spiritually speaking, it really touched me when I when I'm, I listened to your book. And, you know, definitely we'll talk about it more. Um, but I always like to kind of allow our guests to introduce themselves, you know, where you're coming in from, what are you involved with, and then we'll continue the conversation from there. Yeah, so hi everyone. I'm Mamoon. Uh, I'm a spiritual coach. Uh, I'm the best-selling author, as Jai pointed out, of um, Inside the Soul of Islam. So I'm, as a spiritual coach, I focus kind of on the, uh, the Muslim or Sufi spiritual path. Uh, and of course, all spiritual teachings are universal and open to everyone. And I also, over the years, have, um, you know, probably because I'm a spiritual coach and I've, I've been quite successful at it. Uh, I've been helping other coaches and people who want to kind of get started in their businesses. I've been helping them to set up and create successful businesses of their own. So that's yeah, that's, that's awesome. So Mamoon, you know, um, this is a question that, you know, it comes up when entrepreneurs are going about, you know, establishing, establishing their business or trying to grow you know, they think they might not even know this question, but when they become aware of it, it's a very difficult one. And I wanted to talk about this a little bit. What are your thoughts on the, you know, ego-based or will-based entrepreneurship and the spiritual-based entrepreneurship? Um, <laughs> do, yeah. I pick spiritual. <laughs> yes, of course. If I have a choice between the ego and the okay, um, so great question, and and I'm I'm just thinking about it, kind of on the spot right now. But yeah, yeah, take your time. This is a very casual kind of show. Like people come here, we just talk like two friends, try to That's provide great. value to the audience. Perfect. So the way I see it, like the kind of the ego based model is, I'm going to achieve a certain amount. I'm going to get a certain number of clients and customers, make a certain amount of money. And then, then I'll be something in the world and I'll be happy. And there's always this. And then eventually after that and that and that and that, and then I'll be happy. And to me, that is, that is kind of the, the big trick of the ego is it, it's what I call the I'll be happy when trap. I'll be happy when my business reaches a certain level, yeah. when I reach a certain other markers of success in my life, whether it's like, finding love or having a family or having a big house and a big car, whatever it may be for any individual, 
or, you know, for some people it's power, you know, money, power, all those things, right? <laughs> uh, fame. Well, fame. Oh, celebrities yeah. are a huge thing. So it's like, uh, which is interesting because, because from, from my perspective in terms of my spiritual tradition, fame is considered a, uh, a, a trial. It's not a thing to aspire to. It's a thing to kind of, uh, try and avoid if possible. <laughs> now you don't always, you're not always able to avoid it. Obviously, sometimes you're in a position where, you know, if you happen to be on the spiritual path and you write a bit of poetry and your name is Rumi, you're not going to avoid fame. You're going to become famous. Yeah. It is what it is, right? Yeah. And that's and that's kind of God putting you in that position. But the idea is, it's uh, yeah. So uh, or Mahmoud <laughs> or, or Mahmoud, as, as it turns out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, not quite on Rumi's level yet. That's <laughs> but you okay. Know, yeah. That's okay. Funnily but you're, enough, you're I, doing I, it. It's from your heart, right? So you wanna you wanna do from your heart. You're not doing it for the fame. You're doing it from your heart, and people can see that, and hear that, they feel that, they sense that. It's a different kind of fame, right? As it says in a book called The Wisdoms, written by mm -hmm. a spiritual master, um, actions are empty shells, but their substance is the depth of sincerity and Beautiful. truthfulness contained within them. Mm. So yeah, it's so so. <laughs> the, Back to the, the question: <laughs> like the, the spiritual power of the author or the content creator is what's ultimately going to have the effect. You know, people are always yeah. looking. Oh, how am I going to make the, this content go viral? It's like I, I wouldn't focus on it that way. I would focus yeah. on how, like, why am I really doing this, and how mm. can I bring the best of what I've got to the people? You know, who mm -hmm. who are who are wanting, who who want a need and will benefit from what I've got to share. Um, yeah. I was I was saying something before. Okay, you're a great interview because I'm already I'm already I have like three trains of thought I want to communicate. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to put you on a spot. I'm just no, it's great. Like get the conversation. So I was saying before, it's uh, the 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 kind of the path of the ego is the I'll be happy when yeah when I eventually get there. Now the problem with that is it doesn't really work that way. It's it's that's not where happiness comes from. Happiness doesn't come from one day after I've achieved a certain amount, then I'll be happy. It doesn't work that way. The way it works is happiness comes from thought. It comes at the speed of thought. And the illusion, the ego creates this illusion that I've got to get to a certain place and then I'll be happy. But that's an illusion. And the ego wants to keep you in that illusion. So you keep doing stuff to try and fill yourself up and get happy. But, but it, it'll never work that way. It always comes from within. So to me, the spiritual path is simply, it's the path of ease and it's the path of flow and it's the path of presence. And it's the path of happiness where you don't, you're not waiting to someday to be happy. <laughs> it's like, no, you can be happy now. You can be content now. You can be connected with the divine now and have that be the source from which you create, the source yeah. from which you do whatever you're doing in the world. Yeah, it's so That's beautiful. Because, yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, for me, my entire life, um, I mentioned before, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't grow up religious, you know, um, but... I always knew there was something in me, you know, there was something about it. Like I had to do something. So I was going out and it was mostly ego-based, right? So I was trying to look at other people, what they're doing, trying to mimic or improve or say what they're doing. Then I would feel icky that they're getting ahead and I'm not, you know, the jealousy stuff and the competitiveness, all that stuff. I had to hit like rock bottom. It had to slap me in the face. And then I realized, whoa, wait a minute. I'm not supposed to be living this way, not from outside in, it's inside out. That's the 
true meaning of life the, 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 that you know the the experience that you want to create you you have to live that way and with that shift i realized that this is honestly in my point of view is the only way to do business you know being having that um foundation in that spirituality in the you know form and 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 not form right kind of uh, dimensions to have that both is so important but a lot of people that are in business there's a lot of successful people that are not spiritual at all right and they're uh, it's mostly on ego on success competition growth and they do very well right so now when someone may ask hey why am i going to invest so much time to do all this mindset work to do all this internal inside out right like i could just be with you know i'm not naming any names but i'll be just be like that guy and you know he he's doing it he's just out there he's just being himself he's just being real he's just being the form that he is he's showing the world that and people gravitate and they want to do business he's doing really well why do i have to fix what's going on inside i'm fine i'm amazing right i can do this so now you know that's one of the dilemmas so what do you what are your point view, point of view on or thoughts on this as an author of this kind of stuff right so yes yeah, what do you question. feel yeah what do you yeah. feel right what would you now, say to someone is, like that yeah the truth is there are many people in the world who are on that kind of ego driven path of uh, more is better and let me just uh, get all these things and then eventually one day i'll be happy now now you said that they're doing better and I would say they're doing, they may be doing well externally. Yeah. Externally, sure. Yes. yes. Um, but if you have a choice between doing well externally and doing well internally and externally, <laughs> mm -hmm. like I'm sure everybody through common sense, we like, no, I, I want to be happy along the way, right? Because the truth is motivation like, like if you're in the illusion, when I get there, then I'll be happy, you might be motivated. But that's not the only source of motivation, right? There's another source of motivation, which is I'm happy now. And this thing I'm working on, it's still worthwhile. And I'll tell you something. I have this, uh, this course that I run. I normally do it once a year around the new year time. And it's called Dreams to Destiny. And I'm I saw invited. the course. Say that again. Am I invited? You're welcome, bro. Okay. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> cool dreams of destiny. And what we do is awesome. every year I, I do this course and I start, and I usually actually do it for mastermind students, people who are going through this training yeah. with me and learning about this oh. mindset stuff, the, the psychological reality. And we start out by saying, look, feeling comes from thoughts moment by moment. And nothing you do can make you happy because happiness doesn't come from doing and it doesn't come from achieving and it doesn't come from having, it comes from a state of mind. It comes from being. Mm -hmm. So what's the point in doing all this stuff? What's the point in all of your goals? So I say, after, after we do a, a goal brainstorm, I say, all right, now let, let's look through your goals. Um, uh, which of the goals on your list are worth doing if, and then I start, and then we go deep. Like which of the goals are worth doing if you work for it for the next 10 years and you still don't achieve it. Which goals are still worthwhile? Mm, good one. Which, which goals are worth going for mm. if the process of achieving it is incredibly hard and difficult, which is still worthwhile? Worthwhile. Which of the goals on your list are worthwhile if, even if when you achieve it, you won't have an ounce more happiness than you have now, which goals are still worthwhile? 
which of your goals are worthwhile if um, um, we just build it that way is like are you just doing this so that one day you'll be happy yes. or is there more purpose and power and meaning behind these big goals you're going for because i'll tell you something you can start a business just because you want to make a bunch of money but it won't pass the it would it be worth it if <laughs> like because because my question is like, like if you asked me when i was starting out as a coach over 10 years ago when I was, by the way, I was in medical school and I quit medicine, right? And I, and I started on this journey and I learned Arabic because I wanted to go down the spiritual path of the, of Islam, which requires basically knowing some Arabic. And stuff. So anyway, I went on this whole, whole journey and I decided at some point I'm going to become a coach. Uh-huh. I had no idea if and how that could ever lead to like a proper income. That was still a big question mark because I was like the I was literally the only one I knew who had done it, right? Mm-hmm. And it, but if you had asked me, would it be worth going for this goal if you never you, you could never make a, a really good living out of it? Would it still be worth doing? I, I would say absolutely yes. This is my mission. This is my purpose. This is worth it no matter what. This is worth it even if. I just even about if. break even on my finances. Like this is noble in and of itself. It doesn't necessarily require there to be money at there. Now it turns out, by the way, that when you find goals that are that noble and that meaningful to you, that isn't as superficial as, well, maybe when I achieve it, I'll feel better. Because the truth is the mind doesn't even work that way. Because if your motivation is when I achieve it, I'll feel better. Well, <laughs> it's kind of like, firstly, there are many people who achieve goals and then they're like, oh, is that it? Is this all there is? Yeah. Be, do, and have, right? Right. And, and you don't have to wait until you have and yeah. do. You don't have to do and, and then, then have in order to be. be. <laughs> you can be right now. Right? But that's like truth- majority of people though, right? That's what they're, they're, they're dealing with because of the conditioning and what they went through learning from each other. Um, that's that paradigm, right? Is that they, they need to. Yeah. And honestly, it, spiritually, it, it's totally different because it's like, connect, it, it, it's like connect with God now. Yeah. You don't need to go somewhere or do something to connect with God. The very yeah. fact that you're breathing, ever present, power source that's letting you experience life is the divine. You don't need to yeah. go anywhere for it. Now, you can go yeah. on a journey all around the world. But there's this. It's there's fine. This it will always be there with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you're not going to get. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you you're go. You're not going to get any closer or any further away because it's already yeah. it's already right there with you. So um, <laughs> there's this old Sufi tale of um, you know this uh, a, a, a wandering dervish, like a, a spiritual person who just goes and wanders the earth, um, uh, winds up in a tavern. And he, and he goes to the bartender and he, he's having some food and, and, and the, the, uh, the kind of bartender says, you know, what I don't get about you wandering dervishes. And he says, what? And the bartender says, well, you say that the truth you're seeking is within. And the dervish says, yes. He says, so why are you wandering, wandering all over the earth looking for this truth if it's already within? And at first... The wandering dervish is like taken aback. And then he says, ah, oh yeah, uh, this is actually, th- th- this tale is retold in a book called The 40 Rules of Love by Elif Shafak. Uh, I just remembered. Um, but the, the wandering dervish takes a step back and then he says, ah, oh, 
It's true that the truth is found within, but only the seekers shall find. Only those who go looking for it will find it. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful way so of putting beautiful. it. So beautiful. It's when they're when when you're ready, right? You know, yeah, and, and you're ready. Unfortunately, uh, when we get comfortable uh, with life and the design of it, you know, um, go to school, get a job, buy a house, get married, have kids, look forward to retirement, right? Like it's a, it's a design for us. They kind of lose that that touch, right? And and it's so important once you realize that there's more to you. It's not just, you know, the physical. It's just there's so much more to you. And when you tap into that, it just the experience just becomes um with a boost, you know, it just feels everything, like even grabbing a cup of water just feels different. Taking a sip feels different. Everything, the uh, interaction with day-to-day, moment-to-moment that we go through, it changes, it shifts. Um, but people, unfortunately, don't realize it until something bad happens. When they're comfortable with that system, you know, when they're comfortable with that system, they just go about it. They don't even realize until like deathbed, like if you Google, you know, top 10 wishes of the, on the deathbed, you'll see most of them were things that they could, could, could have worked on if they really understood that foundation. Totally. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Oh, I was, I was going to share something with you. Um, yes. Beautiful. What you're saying is beautiful. Um, Thank you. It's okay. Something Take about your the time. Death, there's something about the. Um... It'll come back. It'll come back. It's okay. Yeah. What no I was going to say uh, earlier is uh, as well as well on this is like, hey, you can have the external result even if your mindset's all messed up. Yeah. There is a thing here which is when you're in the illusion that something. <laughs> what when you said. <laughs> <laughs> when my mindset is all messed up, you know, when you said that, it just started making me laugh because it's so true, right? <laughs> it's like, like, look, when you're in the illusion, when you're in the illusion yeah. that something in the outside world can give you a feeling, which it really can't, like no mm-hmm. achievement, no accomplishment. When you're in yeah. that illusion, what happens is immediately you've fallen for the illusion that generates stress, insecurity. Mm-hmm. Neediness, competitiveness, neediness, yeah. Competitiveness, all of that. All the icky stuff. All the icky stuff. And the (laughs) truth is, I'll be honest with you, like, you can get away with it maybe for a while. Yeah. But it'll take its toll on you. And honestly, if you're struggling in business and you're filled with stress and neediness and insecurity, maybe, maybe drop that. (laughs) Maybe drop that illusion and and go for the spiritual path to yes. business success because they're not yeah. mutually exclusive, right? You can, yeah. like, all we're really saying here is realize that everything you're truly seeking is found within. It comes from yeah. form, yes. it comes from inside of your own consciousness. Everything you're truly seeking, meaning the feelings you want, the security, the well-being, mm. the connection, the happiness, all of that, the stuff we're really seeking comes from within. And when we realize that, we can still do whatever we want in the outside world. Yeah. But now yeah. we're doing it free from needing. Yes. Like I've yes. speak to so many coaches and they like they need a client. Oh, I need clients. I need yes. clients. I'm like, yeah, but but I don't know how much you're gonna attract them with that neediness, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was talking yeah. to I was talking, I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, Yeah, need is it's kind of like spraying yourself with client repellent. 
right? You yeah. know, you have like mosquito repellent spray. There's client yeah. repellent spray, and it's called neediness and uh, yeah. insecurity. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's. Uh, that, that brings me, reminds me of something. Sorry. Uh, I, I, I spoke to a, a podcast um, coach and he's, he's a quite an influential one and, and he helps um, people, you know, with interviews. Right. And when he found out that I don't, I, like, I don't do any prep, like I don't do any, like with you, did I send you any questionnaire or anything like that? Like, I didn't say, give me, what are your questions you want me to ask you, right? Those kind yeah, of things. I, I was thinking before the call, I was like, was I meant to do something? Yeah, but no. it was nothing, right? You just <laughs> throw it up because I want your presence here. Oh, I don't beautiful. I don't care about anything else. Like I want the show. I want your presence and I have my presence. I know how I come to the show. So, and I know how you're going to come to the show, right? And then compared to everybody else, if I don't know how they're coming, that's fine. It doesn't bother me because I know where I'm grounded. I know where I'm coming from. Right. So as long as I'm present with the person and I'm there and I'm speaking to them from my awareness, and we're going to talk about awareness a little bit too. Um, and if I'm doing that and things just come, like everything is coming. I'm not caring for your business. I'm not caring for your money. I don't care if you like me. I don't care if your audience, like. I don't all that. I just hear with you, you know, that part, it was like, no, but you, you know, you should prep, like you should have a, you should have a strategy. And so I go, no, I don't have a strategy, but I'm growing like crazy. So well, funnily enough, this something. is, this is your strategy. Your strategy is presence. And I think it's a great yeah. strategy because honestly, it brings something to the conversation that's yeah. so much more powerful than just, you know, than, 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 well, what everyone else may be doing. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's the it's, mind, mind dominated strategies, or is it just being, right? Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. I love the yeah. way you're doing it. Oh, thank you, you, man. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show. You know, it's just really fantastic stuff we're talking about. Um, now, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned that um, you're Suf Sufism, right? So in, in Islam, there's like different sects, right? So, so spirituality is such a beautiful thing, you know, and it's, it's just, it opens up a new world. And the way you feel is just, you, you feel so much lighter. I was that guy before I was the ego entrepreneur. Like I, that's where I'm coming from. I know both worlds. I know how icky that time was for me. And I knew how horrible it was. And, and it, I felt it was so dark and comparably I'm saying, right. Like how I, what I was going through the frustration, the anger, the competitiveness, the, the anything that that was pushing me away from what I was trying to set, you know, and it was, it was driving me away from it. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Like I was, I was feeling me being dragged away and that's when everything collapsed. And that's when everything, you know, revitalized. By quoting one of the early mystics of Islam, who's okay. also one of the early great scholars that everybody respects called Imam Junaid. And he said, he said, look, we live in a time that has realities that don't have labels like spiritual reality that doesn't have any labels. And he yes. said, there will come a time where there are labels, but no reality. In other words, oh. there'll come a time where people are labeling all these different religions and sects and things like that, but there's no actual substance to any of it. Yeah. And the reason I say this is, Oh, wow, that's think, deep. Ah, 
I think the essence of all religions is the spiritual path. I think yes. the spiritual path is the path of all of the prophets, peace and blessings upon yes. them all, of all of the real religious and spiritual traditions across the world. All some of them, them I know yes. of, some of them I don't know yes. of, but like yes. the, the true they're spiritual all path, spiritual. They're all spiritual. They're all started yes. by prophets, guaranteed, yes. right? Yes. And, and it's the path of peace. It's the path of yes. joy. It's the path of love. And it's there in every religion. That's the essence of it. Now, it's true. Yeah. Some people can get distracted with the forms mm. and miss the essence. Yeah. And that's, that's part. true in every tradition. That's, well, very nicely put, actually. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's true in, yeah. in every tradition that, that happens, right? Yeah. And, and now... The modern age, we want to we want to label everything. So we're like, okay, oh, so spiritual Muslims, okay, let's call them Sufis. Well, yeah, you can, but it's I prefer to think of it as just the spiritual essence of Islam because then it's open to everyone who is of that yeah. tradition, right? Um, and and the same is true. Like, there's a spiritual depth to Christianity and to Judaism, yeah, and Hinduism and, and all of the religious paths. That to me is the beauty of it. That to yeah. me is now. I know a lot of people, but not say, everyone finds it. Right. Well, sure. Not every. It's true. Not everyone finds it, and that's and that's a shame. Especially if you're doing all the hard work. Right? Yeah, there are some that's what who, I'm seeing. I see they're working really hard on on perfecting the form, and it's like, oh, you're so close, but just yes. But now, but this is what we call in in our, our spiritual tradition. We call it unveiling. Mm -hmm. It's unveiling. Now, the, the idea is that God is ever present, but some people. They're just they're, there's just something clouding their vision. Mm -hmm. And what we're all hoping for, the purpose of all religious practice is the hope that maybe it's really our us having etiquette towards the divine in the hope that there'll be a little unveiling and we'll get a glimpse of what you saw when you broke free from the ego pattern of business mm -hmm. and found the spiritual path. That was a glimpse. And that yeah. little glimpse of the divine changed your life. Yes. And the same thing happened. I to, want it for everyone, though. That's the thing. Like, I want it for no. everyone, right? So you can't, you can't is, you just try your best. But the truth is, honestly, everyone wants it for themselves. Everyone in the world wants it for themselves. If they even knew that it was possible and that it exists. Because everyone wants happiness. Everyone wants truth. Everyone wants love. Everyone's searching for their true self. Which but means everyone but their really condition. is searching but for like the condition. Yeah, so the condition mind kind of stops them, right? Like they, what happens they all is, want these things. Yeah, everybody wants these things, but it's like what happens is you go, everybody's going for them as well, but we go for it yeah. based on our current level of thinking. Yes. And if your current level of thinking is there is no divine, there's no happiness to be found in this world, it's get, all get, over, get, get, I'm get, miserable, get, get. I'm just going to, then, then if that's where your thinking is at, that's what you're going to see. There's this thing they say in NLP, you know, the thinker thinks and the prover proves. So whatever you think, that's what your reality is going to look like. Um, and there is this, there's this beautiful tradition uh, in, in Islam that's, that is that, that God says, I am as my devotee thinks of me. I, I appear to my devotee as they think of me. In other words, God says to us like, I am the way that you think of me. If you think of me as being completely benevolent and 
generous and kind, that's what you'll find. That's exactly what you're going to get. exactly what you'll find. Yeah. If you think, oh, God must be so horrible. If God exists, it must be so horrible because there's suffering in the world. That's what you're going to find. You're going to find your you're going to find that that limit and the truth is there is so much beauty and so much love everywhere in my life and everywhere in the world it's like yes. it's like when you put those goggles on that's all you see everywhere yeah and the, and now there's see god isn't what we think god isn't our thoughts god is that which gives us the power to think yeah so it's not it's not this mind made image this like this uh, thing that we make up with our imaginations. It's the thing that gives us the power to imagine. Yeah, it's we can't the even consciousness comprehend. itself. Exactly, consciousness itself, or the source of consciousness itself. Yes. That's what we're talking about. So, like super, you know, they talk about super consciousness, right? But I, like you mentioned, for me, I agree with this. Is is beyond that. It's the, it's the creation of everything. Yeah. And then, and you know, a lot of people, you know, especially some entrepreneurs, they say I am um, spiritual, but not religious. Right. And whatever the reasons are, you know, that's fine. But absolutely. But they're they're following all the rules, you know, they're, they're doing everything based on, on what it's required. Um, And they they always come to, yeah, they always come to that point. And they, 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 they keep like they're present, right? So they go through the training, they're doing everything. They start becoming more present in each moment. They start, you know, taking in their awareness. They start living from their awareness, not from the program mind, right? So they start looking at their thoughts, observing them. Then the thoughts starts changing, right? Their world starts changing. But, and then they start thinking, you know, that one source. So it's a universe, right? So, okay, yeah, it's universe, you know, the universe is, is, is great. You know, at least they're not, they're going into the formless, right? So they're catching, they're grabbing from the power and which is, is good because universe is, is we're part of the universe, right? We're all, this is all of, of the creation, but let's go beyond that because, you know, there's, yeah. there's an almighty that created oh, the universe. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're I, like, they're peeking in that window, right? I, they're around, around that area. You know, you see it all around you, especially if you're working beautiful. with coaches. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're, yeah, they're there. They're in the window there. They, they see it, but they just totally. don't want to take that level. They don't want to go. Okay. They don't want to say God, or they don't want to, they don't want to yeah, go and, there. And you know, there's a lot have, of, and I, and I get that because yeah. a lot of people have a lot of negative associations with yeah. God because yeah. when they use the word God, they're thinking of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 like a thing, a personified object. thing, like it's a, yeah. an object that exists within yeah. time, space, and matter. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense that that would be the source of time, space, and matter, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, one way, I have two things to say about this. Yes. Firstly, I love people who are spiritual, not religious. Yes. Because honestly, Me they're too. the true seekers of this world. Because they to get yes. to that point, you have to have developed yourself. You have to. Yes. Most people there, they've gone down the personal growth path. They've discovered that when you go deep into yes. personal growth, it becomes yes. quite spiritual. And they've Utmost had personal respect. insight. They've got, yeah, they've got personal insight into the source of, of themselves, right? Yeah. As the, the Quran puts it, do you, never, do you never reflect on the fact that you were, that not long ago you were nothing and then you came into being, right? It's like, and that's where people oh, go. 
it's like it's the sort of like whoa i i came from somewhere so i yeah. love spiritual not religious people yes now, two things to say about it number one um a lot of people who are spiritual, not religious, they get this benefit. And the benefit is, and oftentimes they had to overcome negative programming from people who focus on the form of whatever religious tradition they came from. Because in a lot of religious traditions, if you focus too much on the form, it can get all wacky, right? And it misses the essence. So, so I totally respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, okay, so a benefit that they get is, I'm spiritual, not religious. So they can benefit from the spiritual teachings of different religions. Right. And that's, mm. there's some benefit in that because there is no one better to learn mindfulness than Buddhist, right? Mm. Buddhists are great mm-hmm. at teaching mindfulness. There's no one mm. better to learn about love and forgiveness. It's mindfulness. From, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then the Christian tradition, beautiful teachings on forgiveness and love, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's all, every world religion and spiritual tradition in the world brings something powerful. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's that's the beauty of spiritual, not religious. And, and I have a friend who's a, who's a, a wonderful coach and, and a great leader of the coaching industry. And he, he says he, he said at one point he realized I'm not spiritual, not religious. I'm spiritual, omni-religious. Like I, it's like I believe in the truth that's within Everything. all religions. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I, <laughs> like now you're getting really. That, this is almost exactly the same as Islam now, right? Because yeah. uh, okay, so so here here's here's the other distinction. Uh, I was once talking with a spiritual master of, of my tradition. And he said, you know, if you, if you search for truth and, and you, you go to different, mass, different spiritual masters of different traditions, it's good, but it's, it's like you're digging in this place and then you're digging over here and then you're digging over here. And if you dig 10 meters down in 10 different places, that's okay. It's good. You, you know, it's fine. But he says, but if you go to one spot, and you dig, you put the same effort in and you dig all the way down, you're definitely going to find, you're definitely going to hit water. If you dig in one spot and you go way deeper down, mm. and, and that's kind of the, the logic and the wisdom of being in a spiritual tradition and going all the way down. Because there are things mm. that I've learned yeah. from my own spiritual tradition that it's hard to even communicate or articulate to someone who hasn't, who hasn't gone deep into it. Mm-hmm. Now I can try and, and it's good. And, and, you know, there, there are some gems that will come out, but, but that's the challenge. It's like, well, just, just go a little bit deeper here with me and, and you're going to get a lot more. And, mm. and that, and the truth is that's, that, be, that, that's why the, the Dalai Lama and Thich Nhat Hanh and all of the other spiritual masters of other traditions, that's why they stick with their tradition. It's because if you go deep into it, you'll find mm. a lot more than, than, um, <laughs> uh, I've heard it called spiritual tourism. No. Uh, spiritual tourism is fine. Yeah. As, as a seeker, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> That's a good one. Spiritual tourism. That's what it's like. I, I like going deep into in 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 one place. Now, I'll tell you another thing because yeah. you, you brought up this thing of like talking about the universe. Yeah. I wrote an article once. I, I, I'll, I'll see if I can. I don't know if I even uh, published it. It's probably on my blog. But but I wrote an article once called "The Universe Does Not Have Your Back." Oh, I think and, someone else wrote a book. The universe has your back, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, now, now that, and that was all the rage at the time. So I just wrote, "Hey, the universe yeah. does not have your back," and I'll tell you why. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Firstly, the universe is a very cold, dark place. If you were pretty much anywhere else in the universe right now, you'd be dead. 
frozen to death or you'd burn to death. It's like yeah. very rare to be in a place where. So that's one thing. But it was a little bit of a joke title. But the idea that the idea is look, the most common phrase or terminology people use basically to refer to God these days is the universe. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I don't worship the universe and never will. I never worship will. the source of the universe. I worship the source of the universe, the soul yes. of the universe. And I'll tell you the distinction. I'll tell you the distinction. Because the truth is, I, I realize we're looking for a word that everyone can relate to. Like, um, I, I think Eckhart Tolle calls it being with a capital B. I like that. Yeah. It's vague enough. But when you say universe, you're literally talking about creation. Yourself as well. You're, including yourself, right? Now, now yeah. I'll make a little distinction here. This, <laughs> this is, this is going to be nice. Um, Here's why. Here's the logic behind why. What? Why I, I? I don't. Out of all the words for God, and I love all the different words for God. But here's the, the reason. I, I personally, I don't use the word universe. Right? It's this. It's that the universe. It's actually this is a. It's one of the original logical proofs for the existence of God. I don't know if you realize we were going to go here on your podcast, but here we are. Right? Uh, are we good? Yeah, so I was I was saying that the of all the words to describe God, they're all good, and and the universe is probably the least accurate, and I'll tell you why. And, and I and I totally appreciate we're just looking for a neutral word that doesn't feel like it's got yeah. the, the weightiness of a religion yeah. behind it, right? Mm-hmm. But 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 mm-hmm. here's why. Um, and and the truth is, this is actually one of the most convincing proofs or or evidences or arguments really for the existence of God. Uh, but mm-hmm. it gets lost if you consider the universe to be God. And I'll tell you why. All right. So this is going to go deep now. This is called the Kalam. It's called the Kalam cosmological argument. I didn't learn it in school. I got an A in A-level philosophy, which is just before university level, but I, but I never learned this argument. This came okay. through me going deep in that, digging deep in the well in that one yes. place I, I came across this. Yeah. Okay. It's put forward by Al-Ghazali originally. So you didn't learn this from traditional, from traditional school education. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. So check this out. Everything that exists within time has a beginning. This is a self-evident truth. Uh, the idea here is we're going for self-evident truths. Everything that exists within time has a beginning. Mm-hmm. The universe exists within time. Mm-hmm. It. It therefore has a beginning. Everything that has a beginning has a cause outside of itself. Mm-hmm. All right. So everything that exists within time has a beginning. Everything that has a beginning has a cause outside of itself. Mm-hmm. The universe exists within time. The universe therefore has a beginning. The universe therefore has a cause outside of itself. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was in school, they didn't teach it this way. They said they called it the cause and effect, right? Every every mm-hmm. effect has a yeah. cause. But then that, mm-hmm. the cause and effect alone doesn't do it because then you say, well, then what caused the universe? God. But then what caused God? Right. So it doesn't work that way. You say, well, no. cause and effect will end there, right? But God. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But but then the, if you're saying every effect has a cause, then you're like, well, then what caused God? And Not then every, you end up yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So. So, but here's what here's the, the the real deal is. Look, everything that exists within time has a beginning. Everything that has a beginning has a cause outside of itself. The universe mm-hmm. exists within time. 
Mm-hmm. The universe therefore had a beginning. Today, mm-hmm. these days, like these days, nobody argues with that because of the Big Bang, right? Yeah. The universe has a beginning. Therefore, the universe mm-hmm. has a cause outside cause. of itself. If that mm-hmm. cause exists within time, then it too had a beginning and has something that yeah. caused it. Yes. If that exists within time, it had a beginning. Therefore, there must have been something that does not exist within time, something that exists outside of time that has no beginning. Yes. And no end. Uh, There's a goosebump moment. <laughs> right? And that is what we call, that's actually the, the first um, attribute that we have for God is ha- no beginning, no end. No beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and we, you can think of it as the source of the universe, yeah, the goal really, of the really universe. Amazing. Right? But, but it's that's an eye-opener. Sort of, yeah. And now I, I realize everybody listening has all kinds of different beliefs and philosophies and yeah. it's all good. It's all good. But this yeah, is my we reason respect for why each other, right? So. Totally. This is my reason for why when, when I, I pray five times a day, I don't pray to the universe because that yeah. exists within time. I pray to the thing that exi- that transcends time. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the key, the key to that which transcends time is the present. Mm-hmm. If you want to connect yes. with that with the source of time, pure awareness, transcends time. The only way mm. is the present moment. Yeah. Yes. You start. You start thinking of the past. You start thinking of the future. Now you're in the illusion of of time, but you're missing mm. the only time that actually exists. The connection, which the is now. Connection to pure source, right? Connection to the one and only exactly. is in exactly. the present moment always. And this in the pure conscious awareness, when you spend more time there, it feels like that stillness just starts getting more attractive and more fun. Uh, you know, at the beginning, because you're coming out of your mind, you're like, yeah, there's kind of nothing going on. Like, it's like, what do we do? <laughs> this is Where's like, this is boring. What are you talking about? I talk to people, right? I'd say, yeah. I, it's okay, but there's nothing happening. There should be something happening, right? Yeah. <laughs> they only feel like, it after a, long, a while, right? Yeah, so. exactly. And and the funny thing is, it's like <laughs> when you become when you become intensely present. I do this with my with my coaching clients sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll have a group coaching thing, and I'll say, okay, I'll first I'll ask everybody to write down all their challenges, all their problems, and they'll write them all down. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Uh, the stuff that's really getting to you, the stuff that's really been on your mind a lot, write it down. So they write it down at the beginning. And the reason I have them write it down at the beginning is because after they do what I share with them, they won't have any problems anymore. So, but I want them to have the written evidence that they did before we started. They write down their challenge, yeah. like, oh, my, my spouse said this to me and my in-laws, yeah. I don't know, whatever. They'll write down all their challenges. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll start talking about presence, like bring all of your attention into the yeah. present moment. Yes. Realize that this is the only moment that exists. Notice how the past yes is an illusion and the future is an illusion. Keep all of your awareness there. And we do that for a few minutes and people go deep into the present moment. Um, and then I say, okay, raise your hand if you have any challenges or problems in life. And they're gone. Like it's yeah. like a magic and the trick. More, yeah, and the more you they're, spend they're time But they're literally there. gone. Like in order to bring them back, you have to leave the present moment. Yeah. You have to go imagining you have to leave the... It. You have to either go into the future, oh, I've got to sort this future, or oh, all these things happened in the past. But if you, when you're in the present, they're gone. And it's because you're connected to the source of the universe. It's like, yeah, so, so amazing. You can't have any problems. No, you can't have the worldly problems um, in that place. And you'll see a lot of coaches and, and people um, 
you know, that work on this stuff. And what we're referring to, they're just, they're not there right now, right? So um, they're having trouble to get that internal uh, paradigms or the internal belief system shifted because that is very important as well. What's going on inside? You need to kind of change that, right? But they, they, they're working on that with, with, with um, will, right? Will, a little tap of um, some ego, right? They're trying to get it that way, but it's so much easier when you become present um, because you're just, like you said, you're just working from that power now, right? It simplifies everything. Yeah. Everything. It really does. And, and it's beautiful. Everything. It's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and suddenly suddenly you're in flow suddenly yeah. your business flows suddenly yes. intuition remember intuition that's it that's a cool yeah. thing to have if you're trying to run a business yeah. great to be in touch yeah. with it now and then that flows yeah. any flows business beautiful. problem you have any business problem you have any business challenge you have yeah leave it to presence just decide yeah. to drop it and be fully yeah. present and watch yeah. it undo itself and you so know what beautiful. the quran says this Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, oh, let, me, let, me, let, me see if Please. Can, let me see if I can remember this one. There are two, there are two sayings uh, in the Quran. I don't have them properly memorized, so I'm just going to give you like the, the, the yeah, gist yeah, of yeah. the translation, right? So one is be conscious, as in conscious of God, but also just conscious, aware. It's the same thing. Be conscious, and God will provide for you from where you didn't even imagine. This is a secret yeah. to abundance. Yes. Be present. Be conscious. Be present. God will provide for you from where you yes. didn't even see. And the other it's one so is beautiful. The other one is be conscious and um, God will find a way out for you and yeah. provide for you from where you didn't yes. see. It's kind of like we, we try to like intellectually, academically get in uh, our own way will our way through our problems, but that's the hard way. There's a path of yeah. ease and flow. And it, it yeah, comes through it's easeful. Flow. And um, just gifted to every human being. Yeah. There's a... Beautiful. So for... for, for um, because when you're tapping into something like that, you're... You literally feel like your your body. The, when it happened to me, when that you know awakening happened, right? It it was. I honestly, there's no word to lie. Like I'm 290 pounds, 290 pounds, right? Six four. So I'm shorter than six four now. Apparently, I don't know if gravity did something to me, but I'm, I'm decreasing it um, uh, because of my weight, maybe. But for what was I talking about? What were we talking about? Sorry. Um, we, presence and when it happened for you. Oh yeah, when I awaken, like I'm heavy, like I've, I've I've always felt that weight, you know, like it was there, right? It was just habitually there. But the awakening when that happened, I felt weightless. I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know. I tried to research it. I tried to look at it. I am thinking it's just my muscles that were tight. They just phew, something happened to my physical body that even the organs, everything, just went. Oh, finally. You found <laughs> this is what you've been searching for. It's like boom. It's like oh, it's, like it's just, and I've been light like that since. Like it's just been flowing, you know. It's just, heavy, man. It's it's heavy on the soul to be yeah. trapped in such 
heavy, thick layers of, of what we would call ego, but it's like, I'll be happy when, and yeah. you know, uh, that, that something other than thought is going to cause my feelings. So I'm like, like, here's, here's a way of looking at it. Mm. You are automatically forced to think about anything you believe has the power to cause your feelings. You can't help it. If you believe something has the power to cause your feelings, you are thinking it's about true. it all the time, right? Yeah. If I think my business can cause my feelings, I'm obsessively thinking about my business. Mm. Maybe not even solving anything or doing any, any well in business. But I was just I'm thinking, thinking about, about it. it. If I yeah. think, uh, if I think that um, uh, my wife, or if I think a, a, another person can cause my feelings, I'm thinking about them all the time, right? I remember mm. when I was single. If I thought that, I, if I was being insecure yes. and I thought that the girl caused my feelings, I was like, ah, I can't stop thinking about yeah. it. Like, and it goes both ways. Sometimes it's happy thinking. Sometimes it's terrible thinking. But it's, but you, either way, you're, you you're got, forced. you got, you got a little nervous when you talked about the girl thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's past. You know? I still so get nervous when I talk about my wife. Yeah. I'm like, really? That's so funny. No, but, but it's so funny. It's like uh, anytime, anytime we believe something has the power to cause our feelings. Yes. We do get, we do get nervous. We get insecure. We give the power we, away. We start, uh, yeah, we start imagining, we start overthinking about that thing. Now, the secret is, realizing only thought in the moment causes feeling mm -hmm. all of a sudden your mind's empty all yeah. of a sudden a quiet mind is a present mind you find yourself in mm -hmm. the present moment all of a yeah. sudden you still operate logistically in life as you did before but now you're operating from it's like you've plugged into a divine power source rather yes. than a uh, rather than a very, very choppy worldly power source. Or like your localized, localized yeah. power source or your yeah. ego, right? What you see or in the mirror. Power that, yeah, it's like, oh, look, I'm muscular, <laughs> I'm big, you know, I wear nice clothes. Like I can, yeah. I'm going to conquer the world, you know? Yes, yeah. let's go, let's go. Um, but that's so very it's small weak. to what you are. It's very weak. Yeah, because no, it's you're, like you're look, blessed with that. Yeah. So it, it's like, look, check this out. So it's like you you automatically will think about whatever you believe has the power to cause your feelings. When you realize yeah. nothing causes feelings, it comes from thought, your mind quiets down. Now there's this thing in yes. our spiritual tradition called vicar, right? Z I K R vicar. Mm -hmm. And it's the it's what I call the life-changing power of bringing God to mind. Mm -hmm. which is the life-changing power of being present. And mm -hmm. the idea is you'll always do zikr of whatever you believe can cause your feelings. So now in our tradition, we're meant to bring God to mind. But if I believe this phone can cause my feelings and the person that might call me, and I believe the, my bills and taxes and money, and if I believe all those things, then my mind is occupied with all of those things. There's no space for God. There's no space oh. for present. I'm too busy. I'm too busy up here. Yes. So the yes. spiritual path, which is also the, just the path of success, is literally mm -hmm. a matter of quieting that down. Yeah. Realizing nothing causes feelings but thought itself. Mm -hmm. And then doing whatever you want to do in the world. And you'll be doing yeah. it. Everything becomes fun. I'll be plugged in. Everything's fun and everything's joy, yeah. flow, and ease because you're joy, plugged fun, into the yeah. divine power source. Yeah.
you just it just feels good like you know uh, I have a business partner of mine and and they were going to a meeting and it was it was like a pretty uh, big um, meeting uh, I guess you could say you know life-changing you would say you know I stopped looking at that now but but it was it was that type of meeting and so oh, we gotta do this we got that no let's just go let's just relax before I would be I'll be like four or five days like oh my god worrying right like all the different things that could go wrong you know <laughs> well, I would say this I'm gonna say that I don't care anymore it's just it's just you just become truly free and that's the key so Oh, man, it's such an amazing time I had with, with you today and talk to you about all this stuff and grasp your knowledge. When we first met, I, I just energetically, I had to get you on the show, uh, spread your awareness, spread your message, helping coaches do better in business. Come on, like, you know, like any anybody who's giving like anywhere I can help, I, I want to. Uh, I wish you all the best in your growth and your business. I hope you serve millions of people. Bring this awareness, bring this happiness for them and their, their families and their kids, future generations. This is how important all this is, because once you bring this into your life, what Mamoon is talking about, you will start understanding what life truly, truly is. You start living from inside out. You just, you just find that peace that you were looking, that fulfillment. You know, we get into business, we, we were chasing that fulfillment. You get that now. Why wait? Get it now. And Mamoon is an open, open door policy, just like mine. Like you connect with him, message him in the show notes. Yeah, we'll have all the information for Mamoon in the show notes as well. Right now it's live. We're going to delete everywhere after this interview, but we're going to publish when we do. Keep an eye out for it, uh, the episode, and get in touch with him. Mamoon, if you have any last uh, final words that you want to share. Uh, I feel I feel like I, I need to say something super wise now, but it's so no, 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 no. Remember, <laughs> no, I would flow. say uh, just well, be firstly, you. <laughs> any any coaches out there, and if you're looking for a a spiritually grounded but also very practical and down to earth way to grow your business, go check out NeverEndingStreamOfClients.com. That's how you can get more from me. Um, yeah, uh, I think I think that's it. <laughs> that's perfect. That's, that's great. Conversation uh, yeah, there. that's. Yeah, it's been amazing. Keep in touch, Mahmoud. If you're ever in Canada, uh, uh, DM me um, and uh, keep in touch. If anywhere I can help or serve, uh, let Bye. me know if you have if you want to do some kind of a, a live or something on my Instagram. Let me know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm well, getting yeah. those kind of requests. I want to start doing that um, yeah, live conversations on on the platforms outside thank of the podcast. So yeah, and I'll, so I'll definitely bless you and thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity you, to, to share with your uh, awesome audience. And thank you all thank for, you so uh, much. for being here. Yeah. Perfect. Great. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And we'll see you soon.